1: listening to your old friends, Ron and Don, on the Ron and Don Radio Network, man.
0: (laughs) Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 440 now of the Ron and Don Show, and we are live from the Les Schwab Studio. What's up,
1: Ron and Don Nation?
0: Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, be careful about what you put online when it comes to vacation, your kids, where they go to school. There's something called virtual kidnappings that are going on right now and you're not going to believe what these criminals are doing how they're doing it and how much money they're putting in their pocket also we want to tell you a story about one of our listeners in fact uh, we just put her house on in green lake and i sat down with her probably six months ago we sat in her living room for a number of hours and we had a real heart-to-heart talk and then here we are now we've listed this house in green lake and I want to share the backstory on it at the same time, protect the privacy of our seller. So we're just going to call her Mary, okay? And I'm going to tell you Mary and Tom's story uh, coming up here in a few short minutes. Before I do that, though, let's talk to this. Uh, talk about this. Some new research out now about dementia, also about Parkinson's. My understanding is my father, I believe, died of Parkinson's. Uh, I'm not sure, but that's what I've been told. That's kind of a what they say within my family because I was estranged from my dad for a long time. My aunt just passed away last Monday from Parkinson's. So Parkinson's is something that we have in our family. And Parkinson's, as you know, presents uh, in the same way that dementia will present. And so for me, I've been reading up on this because I'm like, well, if this happened to my aunt and this happened to my dad. Uh, my biological father, could this happen to me? And also, could this happen to my son? And instead of looking the other way, I've been digging in, doing some research. And this is what I found out. This is what I found out. Past the age of 65, memory loss for all of us is pretty common. It's pretty common. And so, a lot of times, as we get older and you forget where you put the car keys, or you forget that you know, you're know you're walking around the house and you're looking for the paper, even if you get the paper anymore. And then you realize you hadn't even picked up the paper yet, and maybe it's still in the front yard. You're, if it's in the front yard, you're probably one of the only people that's still getting the paper. But nonetheless, uh, I think it's a good example that everyone can understand. What this research said is that there are some things that are really important to pay attention to. If you want to fight off something like dementia, or if, and I don't know that you can reverse it, but what you can do is you can, they they believe now that uh, there are some things that you can do in your own life when you're younger to make sure that uh, it never comes for you and it never happens to you or the people that you love and care about. Number one, number one, pay attention to your ears and pay attention to your eyes. They say, as people get older... They start to get really flustered because they can't read anymore. And so what happens is you go to Walgreens and you get these readers. And a lot of times these readers, because you didn't go see the eye doc, aren't real great and good for your eyes. And as a result of that, you end up struggling. And instead of telling someone that you're struggling with reading, you just stop reading. They say one of the most important things that you can do as you get older is join something like a book club or read a book with your partner And I'm not a fiction person, but they say in reading fiction is important because in fiction, you're introduced to a lot of characters and they say, get a book out. Don't be afraid. I like this crimping the pages, underlining things finding out who a character is in chapter one and then they reappear in chapter seven and understanding who this person is in chapter one through chapter seven, and then having a discussion with somebody about that. So paying attention to your eyesight, also pay attention to your hearing. They say, and and I have some challenges with my hearing, uh, especially if people have certain tones in their voice that I can't hear. uh, And the reason being just wearing my headphones for, for so long doing radio, pay attention to your hearing. A lot of times what begins to happen, notice sometimes at a party, I noticed this with my grandparents. As things would get, uh, as they would get older, you'd see them kind of sitting off in the corner. I noticed this with my Uncle George too. And it's not that he couldn't participate in the conversation. He couldn't hear what the conversation was to participate. And so a lot of times you end up sitting that out. Curiosity, discussions, social engagement. Reading books, listening to stories, showing up at, at, at family events, going to church, the synagogue, the mosque, whatever it is that you go to, being around other people, staying curious, reading things, right? Reading things, so, so important. And then get this, when it comes to your diet, and specifically when it comes to alcohol, the research now says, because we've heard this, we've heard, well, having a couple of glasses of wine is good for you. Well, guess who funded having a couple of glasses of wine is good for you? Uh, it's just like when Big Tobacco said that, that you never had to worry about nicotine, it wasn't going to kill you. Go back sometime and look at where these studies came from and who, who paid for these. While it is true, that some of the tannins that, that, uh, that we take in when we're drinking red wine, it can help with blood flow. But we're not talking like the way that we all pour glasses of wine. We're talking the way we're talking about an eight ounce glass. pour eight ounces of water or wine or whatever it is into a glass sometime, re- really measure it. Look how small eight ounces really is, right? It's us Americans, we probably have like 29 ounces uh, in, our, in our wine glasses. This is what they're saying just make this decision when you get to 70 you stop you're done you're done with alcohol at 70. the neurons in your brain that are wired together they fire together if you read neuroscience and neuroplasticity and you know that the brain is a muscle what happens is the brain gets older it it has trouble staying flexible and alcohol doesn't help that and it starts killing off neurons When you're younger, your brain will just automatically recreate those neurons and those connections. As you get older, that begins to slow down. Stop drinking by the time you're 70. Continue to move at least 20 minutes a day, not three times a week, but a day, and try to get your heart rate up to 115 for 20 minutes a day. If you've never measured your heart rate, getting your heart rate up to 115 is not real difficult. It's walking a little faster when you're in the store. Uh, it's moving a little swifter. To get it up to 115, you don't have to go for a run or a jog or a sprint or lift big weights. You just have to make sure that you're up and moving because you know what happens. It helps recreate those neurons, and it helps them fire and wire. What's your take on that? I thought that was kind of interesting. Stop drinking, By the time you get to 70, just decide that you're going to be done and understand not just exercising three times a week like we've heard, but at least 20 minutes every day and get it up to uh, get it up to 115.
1: Uh, The one part of the the article that really jumped out to me is the warning signs that are different on the memory loss. So that you talked about it's common for people to go, oh, I forgot my keys. Uh, or, God, what is that that person's name that you work with and you don't see them that often, you can't remember the name. That, that happens to everybody. everybody yeah. They said the thing to really pay attention to is if you can't find your keys and then you open the refrigerator and your keys and wallet are in the fridge. Those sort of lapses, those are the things where the alarm bell should go off, where you're looking for the paper and the paper's now in your sock drawer, where it's like, okay something i've i've taken something and absolutely done something way out of context uh where whether it's a memory issue or just a behavioral issue when those things start to pop up and your transpo your your mind is literally transposing things one thing on the other one memory on the other one type of uh information on another that's when all the stuff you said really becomes vitally important. Mm-hmm. If, if if you're high functioning in your 70, and you're not having any of those uh, transposition issues and you know if you want to have a drink or whatever not a big deal when it, it when you're in that gray zone of starting to see these things pop up it becomes exponentially more important uh i found that really really fascinating because all of us have had the thing where you're distracted you can't remember the same way you used to in the past uh, and some of it's just information overload. And this happens to me sometimes where it's like, Oh, well, I was just thinking about that thing I had to do. And I'm like, am I getting dementia? It's like, no, you had nine people coming at you at the same time. So that's common uh, to have to write something down to go, Oh, remember, you got to fill out that form. Remember, you got to f- follow up with that person. Remember, you have to call so and So that's absolutely fine. When you start having these Huge lapses or your child comes in and you don't remember their name. Now we're talking about a different category altogether.
0: Yeah. All right, you guys, see you on another side. Hey, it's Ron and Don here for Les Schwab. If you've been thinking,
1: ah, maybe I can squeeze in one or two more road trips this summer. The weather's been so great. Why don't I drive out of town, at least for the weekend? If you're going to do that before you go, why don't you do a free pre-trip safety check with Les Schwab? You can schedule one right now at leschwab.com. So just go to the website, schedule that appointment, and then they're going to check out your tires, your wheels, the alignment of your car, your battery, brakes, and shocks, nothing than being out of town in the middle of nowhere and you have a problem with your car. Get it checked out for free at Les Schwab. And if you need any work done, they're going to let you know. Right now, if you do need new tires, you can save up to $200 when you buy four select tires with Les Schwab financing. That's Les Schwab tires, where they've been doing the right thing since 1952. When Seattle nonprofit Plymouth Healing Communities decided to sell one of their group homes for the mentally ill and homeless, board member Catherine Walker turned to Ron and Don. It was a complicated and delicate deal. They didn't want people traipsing in and out disturbing the residents. So instead of hanging a for sale sign, the guys turned to their deep
0: network and found a buyer themselves it very quickly got to terms and we signed and that was that and then they followed through on everything to make this happen and catherine
1: says she was even more blown away by what ron and don did next they offered to
0: donate their commission it was incredible their generosity had a meaningful impact on the lives of 47 residents in our organization. Heart,
1: soul, expertise. Catherine says all of that and more is what sets Ron and Don apart from
0: other realtors. They did a great job and genuinely interested in helping us achieve our goals. They seemed truly service minded as opposed to kind of transaction minded. So whether you're
1: selling or buying, take Katherine Walker's word and schedule your Ron and Don sit down today. People ask me, how do you put up with these two? My answer, good snacks and video games.
0: All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Dawn Show. Don't forget if you need us, broadcasters, friends, realtors, American badasses. Yeah, we're all four of those things, or at least three and a half. I'll let you figure out which ones. Uh, just go to sitdown.com and uh, we can get in touch uh, today. Something that I thought was uh, really interesting when I, when, when I saw this story, and every once in a while, I try to be really careful about celebrating the life of my son, and at the same time, you know, someone got on me the other day, and they said, hey, you had a sweatshirt on that identified the school that he was at, and it's like, well, not really, because that's not the school that he goes to. So the fact that you thought that, I think that that's great. Uh, I do think we have to be very careful as new technology, allows people from around the world to reach out to us. And in fact, you were just telling me that uh, something happened, and you're, I know my phone keeps ringing, and I put all these blockers on to try to stop people from around the world calling me. Oh,
1: man, you get in one the wrong database, and it's off to the races on people getting in touch with yeah,
0: you. Yeah, and now it's they do, Now the amount of information, and I talked to one of my friends on the job site the other day who who is an IT expert. And I was helping him out with uh, some work. And then he came over and was helping me out with one of my jobs. And, and he said, you have to be very – I showed him a, a couple links that had been texted me. And what people do is they pretend like they know me, right? And they'll say, hey, Don, uh, what's going on? It was really cool seeing you at that party uh, last night. And anyway, here's, uh, here's the article that I was telling you about. And they send you a link. And I asked him, I said, how do they know that I was at a party last night? He said, because uh, they're able to go on social media and see that you were at a party last night. And chances are that if you were at a party last night, maybe you met somebody, maybe you were having a conversation. And all of us, our immediate reaction to that would be, yeah, I was at a party last night, and I, and I don't remember talking to so-and-so. But to, And then you click on that link, and he said, they got you. The moment you click on that link, they got you in the information that they're about to take from you. And then they're going to turn around. And he said a lot of times, even if they don't use that information immediately, he said they are going to sell that information. And somebody out there is going to be able to put together enough pieces of information. And next thing you know, if they can't get in your bank account, they're creating a credit account with your name on it. And then it just goes from there. And to try to unwind that, especially, have you ever had anything on your credit report that wasn't supposed to be there and you try to get it taken off? It's a pain in the I, I had someone
1: that started taking out uh, a thousand different loans yeah. in my name, and I had to freeze everything. This latest scam that you sent me is ingenious in a wicked way, and I never heard of it. Scares so, a shit so, so what these very sophisticated scammers are doing is they're finding high net worth individuals. So they'll go out and they'll scour social media until they find, uh, uh, especially teenagers going into their early, early 20s that live in, they're clearly high net worth. And so they start to gather this profile, put everything together and using some of the tools you just said, they're going to get the mom and dad's name, they get uh, the where the child goes to school, they sort of figure out who the parents are, maybe you can do a little googling and LinkedIn and find out what they believe they're worth. And so here's where it gets crazy. They are monitoring the kids and they go, okay, this kid goes to let's just say, uh, they go to University of Illinois they go out and they start researching the, the University of Illinois, and they go oh, finals week is going to be this week. So we know at the University of Illinois during finals week, when you're in a final exam, you got to turn your cell phone off. And they just don't allow it. Or if they're you know, taking these exam weeks, it's a, it's a shutdown on social media and cell phones. So when that happens, they now call the parents and they say, We have kidnapped your child. If you want to see your kid alive, we need $10,000 in the next hour. And they said, go ahead and try to call him right now. Try to get a hold of them. We have your child in our custody or in our possession right now.
0: And then you hear the child scream in the background. They they have a little screaming going. Yeah, they'll have
1: some sort of noise in the background. So they hang up. The parent immediately panics. They pick up their cell phone. They, they text their child, doesn't go through. Call the child, go straight to voicemail. They call their, their significant other. there. everybody's in code red now. They cannot get a hold of this kid. They forget that their kid is at the University of Illinois. It's finals week. They're in their finals because now they, they've got this phone call. Five minutes later, they call back and they go, were you able to get a hold of them? No. And they'll do the voice change or whatever on there to freak them out. Or like, okay, ten thousand dollars in cash, meet us in an hour at this location. Well a or lot whatever. of times
0: it's not in cash, meet us somewhere. A lot of times it's Western Union or it's wire. Yeah,
1: Venmo or yeah. send whatever. Yeah. And so then, you know, three hours later when finals are over. The kid turns their phone back on; it's given to them again. Some colleges take the phones, and their phone totally blew up. And the kids not kidnapped; they're not on a on a hijacked plane to Mexico. And this, uh, some of the families have already wired the ten thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars or whatever it was to the kidnappers. It is I cannot imagine what these parents are going through. It is super. It's ingenious in one way, but evil at the same time.
0: Yeah, I, I have a very good friend of mine that works for a particular family. I don't know what what family this is because he won't tell me. And 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 I asked him one time, he's like, "I can't tell you." And I said, "Why can't you tell me?" He goes, "For security." And I said, "You, you would be worried about me." He goes, "I'm not worried about you, but maybe I would tell you something. Maybe you'd mention it on your podcast or you put something on your Facebook page in passing." Maybe, maybe this would be something that you had mentioned. And he said, then then this would open the door. And I said, what about your social media? He goes, I'm not allowed to be active on it. I've had to shut all that down. It, it It's part of the work that I do for this family. And then he said that the the family has a full-time security person Uh, that not only does security for them, and they, they have multiple people, I guess, that do security for them, for physical security, but it's about people out there from around the world coming at this family, whether it's coming at their bank accounts or one of their properties or their investments or one of their kids, and this is what they're doing. They're out there collecting as much information as they can. So a lot of these particular families have said, you know what, the people that hire us, No Facebook, no Twitter, no internet, nothing. We're going to close the door on that. And I don't think it's out of paranoia. Uh, This is something that he told me a number of years ago. Pretty smart that this family did this because we see it now coming to fruition. Same thing when you travel. You have to be really careful. I had a friend that worked at Boeing. And she would go and help launch uh, Boeing, not Boeing plants, but Boeing offices around the country. And she was down in Brazil launching this particular office. Uh, and and everywhere she went, she went in an armored car. I'm like, you went in an armored car. She goes, yep. And then everywhere she went, she had two hired bodyguards. I said, so you get on a you get on a Boeing plane. I imagine it's not an Airbus. You fly to Brazil, and then the whole time you hire you 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 have two people that are providing security, and you're driving around in an armored car. She says, absolutely, because if I was kidnapped. First thing they're going to do is they're going to research who I work for and then they're going to get on the phone to Boeing and go, hey, Boeing, we need a million dollars. So what Boeing would rather do, rather than paying the million dollars, they just rather pay $50,000 for security while she's there and working. I never even thought about
1: that. So. Yeah, I guess those uh, corporate kidnapping cases are, are pretty common, more common than we would like to be known if, if all of them came out. Yeah.
0: All right, you guys don't go anywhere. Back in 60 seconds.
1: Hey, it's Ron here with Mitch Weeks from Mitch.loans. Mitch, people start the loan process, and for a lot of folks, there's a huge amount of anxiety because they think, oh man, my credit score is jacked. I am not gonna be able to get a loan, or if I do, it's gonna be a really bad rate. Can you help with that? We sure can. So the first thing we do when you take an application, if you're ready, is we pull your credit and we run it through our credit repair program, and they're gonna give us a whole bunch of guidance on how you can quickly jump your score up. So I, we had a client recently who actually was able a to. A Ron jump. and Don client, I might add. <laughs> it sure was, and she was able to jump up her score 60 points and actually get into the premium pricing range. So she went from 60 not that points good is rate. no joke. It is no joke, and we do that frequently. So make sure you call us quickly because a lot of people who don't think they can get there get there quick. Alright, so there's no need to be ashamed you don't have to feel like you're hiding under a rock there's going to be no judgment on this go to Mitch.loans, start the process and get the ball rolling he he could probably most likely get you a credit jump as well Mitch.loans is the website that's Mitch.loans
0: Alright you guys, welcome back uh, to the Ron and Don show, a quick story I wanted to share with you, we have a house that's on in Green Lake right now Um, and it's a house that we're pretty proud of, but it's actually the relationship that has been created that I really love. About six months ago, pouring rainstorm, I get a phone call and we're just going to call her Mary. Mary's not her name. I'm just going to, Mary called and she said, Hey, I have a friend that listens to your show. I've never listened to your show, but I have a friend that listens to your show. And she said, I am, I am in a situation where I need to sell my home but I just don't know how I'm going to do it. My husband passed away five years ago. Uh, he was into some really cool stuff, like, especially when it comes to cars and automotive he has this amazing shop and all this cool stuff in there. It's not something that you can pick up the phone and call 1-800 junk and get rid of these things. Uh, cause these are valuable things. And my husband would also want them in the hands of people that loved and appreciated them. Uh, People, especially in the automotive world, and I was in the automotive world for a long, long time. Uh, It's interesting because they get together and they build cars together and they swap parts and tell stories and they look under the hood. And there's just something cool about that. People that still work on their cars. And her husband did this. Anyway, he had passed away. And so she was living in this home and she said, you know, uh, I think it's time for me to go. And I would like to go somewhere where it's not raining every day. And I would like to go to a different part of the country. And I won't say it where. It's just out in the desert where we have a little more sunshine. And she said, I don't, I don't know the road, though, the road ahead in selling this home. But this is what she told me. She said, my very good friend told me that I could trust you guys. I don't know you guys, but she told me that I could trust you guys. So we sat there for a couple hours and a lot of the conversation I'm going to keep between myself and Mary, I will say that there was some, uh, tears as we sat there and we talked and I got up from my conversation with her and I just said, you know what, this might be the most important home that we sell this year. This might be the most important home that we sell ever. So anyway, this particular person had a roommate, and we had some things, some hoops we had to jump through to uh, to help the roommate find a new place to stay. And then this garage had so much cool stuff in it. Uh, and Ron, you were a part of making sure that these things had a new home. There's some pretty cool stuff out in that garage, wasn't there?
1: It is, and it's, it's, a, it's a long journey. But I, I think the thing that I affiliated with this or, or really got me is – I've been in a spot in my life and i know you probably have too where you do feel overwhelmed where there there literally is too many things to do and you really don't know where to start and and having that person that comes in and says this is step one and you're like okay that makes sense and at a certain point you do have to sort of trust and go all right i'm gonna do step one even though i i'm not sure that this really is step one I'm not really sure that this matters right now, but I'm going to do step one. And having that person to be there to say, and then when we're done with step one, we're going to do step two. And all of a sudden, you start to gain a little momentum, and you do a little something every day, and you move it along. And the next thing you know, you're like, okay, I'm looking back now. I didn't think I could do this. I didn't think this would be successful. And now I've come a very long way. And it was all one little decision point after the next.
0: Yeah. And what, what's helpful is I can I can look at the house and the property. And and maybe I can see it in a way that that she can't. Because a lot of times you've been living in that property for a long time. And then it's the same thing. People come in and they tell you you have to spend all this money, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get this property turned around, new kitchen, new bed. Ba- and, and you don't. You don't have to over-recondition a property. You just have to make sure that you do the right things to the property. And anyway, at the end of this journey, I she was going on vacation. She's she's uh uh jumping on a cruise ship. And I said, you know, we got it from here. And I always like to go to a property with Charlie, and some my son's been out of town. Sometimes I go with my son, and he helps me hang up these signs. We call them silent talker signs. You've probably seen it, you guys, if you went to an open house. And you'll see a sign that says, hey, Starbucks right down the street, or there's a jogging path, or in this particular case, great views of Green Lake, or you're right near uh, the train station, whatever that is. And you put up these signs around the house. And it's really a time when the houses come together, and you've seen the great work that everyone's done, from the stager to the cleaner to the construction workers, the people that were involved in the estate sale, the people that came and did the yard. Uh, there's so many people that are involved in a transaction and on this one. And I always say a little prayer. I don't know if anyone's listening or not, but I always say a little prayer for our seller. Cause I know what this, this money represents to them. And I also say a little prayer for the person that's going to purchase it because I want some really cool memories to continue into, and into and happen in this house. So as we're hanging up these silent talkers and Ron came up with this idea that I really like, um, uh, we just put together teams for every house that we're going to buy or sell. And we'll just use the person's name. So in this case, we'll say team Mary. Okay. So I, I, as I was sitting there and I went out to my truck and I got a little uh, teary eyed and I I wrote this to our team. I said, Hey, team Mary, I just spent a few moments uh, hanging silent talkers, hanging signs in our green Lake listing. As I was walking around the property. Wow. Mike, I want to thank you for doing a terrific job with all the panels and the electrical from beach electric zach i want to thank you guys and your whole construction crew from talent construction the paint the construction looks great you have really transformed this home thanks for spending weeks upon weeks upon weeks there maria gracias amigo magnifico she's my cleaner and adrian she's our stager Uh, She also helped with the yard. Thanks for making sure this thing looks top shelf. Uh, She owns something called Eclectic Homes, and she does an amazing job. I said, what a pro you are. Uh, Brian, thanks for spending extra time to fly your, your drone. He's our photographer. Take pictures of the house of Green Lake, and we'll look for those tomorrow. And then I said, Ron, great job building this listing. Nobody cares as much as you do. Top shelf as always. And finally, I said, Mary, you know, as I sit here with tears in my eyes, remembering the rainy afternoon, we sat on your couch and we talked about your new future. It seems so far away, but now here we are. And your husband, Tom, would be very proud of your courage and your hustle and your persistence. I feel him as I sit on your front porch today, writing this message. It is time though, to let this house go, but your home will always be wherever you live. And Tom is coming with you, as he will always live in your heart. As I told you that one afternoon, months ago. Great job, Team Mary. I am proud of all of you. Now let's sell this house so Mary can buy a new home with a new future and new memories in a new place. And then I go on to say that Ron will be in touch in the listing. I have a good feeling about this one. We will go live tomorrow. Love you all. I deeply appreciate all your gifts and talents. And I really do. I just wanted to share that because I think a lot of times a real estate transaction happens and people don't understand all the people that are involved in this transaction. And just not us as brokers, all the great brokers that work in our office, they have a team of people too. And there are some agents out there where real estate is just a transaction to them. To Ron and myself, it is not. It is people that have put their trust and their life savings in our hands And again, on this house, we could have gone out and spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. We didn't do that. We spent about probably $40,000, and we hope to get all that money back in the sale of this house. It's on in Green Lake right now. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for trusting us in your real estate transactions. Thanks for trusting us as your broadcasters, and thank you for allowing us to continue to be your friends Uh, And we see that when we go out on our social media channels. We are realtors with the biggest social media following in Washington, and we use that to leverage that comes to real estate. But it's also because of our radio and our broadcast careers, and you guys have allowed us to run shotgun in your cars and sit with you in your living rooms for quite a long time, for some of you over 25 years. And we don't take that lightly. If you need us, like Mary did, We'd love to sit down with you. All you have to do is go to Sitdown.com and I'll come sit on your couch. We'll have a cup of coffee and we'll talk about your future too. All right? Head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to episode 440. Yeah, it's the Ron and Don Show. Only on the Ron and Don Radio Network.
1: Your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 Only on the Ron and Don Radio Network.